This, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio With Fritz, Mike, and Tina. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. everyone to God Stories Radio. This is session 174. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. And What's Jeff. going on? We've got Mr. Pappenheimer yeah, in the house tonight. We do. We're going to have a good time tonight. We're so glad you're with us. What's going on over there, Mikey? Come Ride, on. Riding away. Come on. No, I just, you know, things were happening. And yeah, well, this show's about hope and comfort. I know. And I pray for hope all the time. Trust me. Um, things were going on in the last couple of weeks, and um, I was thinking that maybe it was uh, coming down to my time. And um, things turned around, so I guess it's not. So I kind of actually get a little disappointed to a certain extent, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. What about you over there? Hey, man, I'm uh, too blessed to be stressed. That's what I'm telling myself. I'm not without challenge, I won't lie. But you know what? You know, the, the Lord just uh, continues to bless and continues to show up and show off in my life and things that I can't handle, he handles. And uh, I'm just uh, really learning to become uh, very codependent on him. And I think that's really all he wants, mm-hmm. just to commune with us all the time. That's that's a good word when, it, when you want to lean on Jesus. Amen to that. Codependence in the other spot is not good. Not good. That's very true. I agree. I agree. Let's go to the, the beautiful one over there in the corner. Oh, yes. Welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, babe. <laughs> thank it's good you. to have you. Thank you. It's nice to be here. You know, I've been actually listening to prior episodes of GSR, so it's been really cool kind of recapping some of those older episodes and what you guys were going through in your lives and so forth. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was just actually listening to, it was around episode 86 or so. Okay. And, um, it was kind of funny because I guess uh, that was the episode that you mentioned your engagement and you asked uh, Mikey to be your groomsman on air. I thought that was kind of cool. What, what session was that? I think it was 86. 86. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And to think back that far, you know, 86 sounds like 
so long ago. Well, I used to remember them no. all, but now there's yeah. been so yeah. many that I can't even come close. I don't know what year that was, obviously, because we don't usually state the year. Um, but yeah, it was episode. It had to be four years ago. I guess so. My goodness. Yeah. It goes by fast. Yeah, it does. Hey, we want to welcome JW. I see you. Hey, JW. I see you, JW. JW, how you doing? Hope you're being a good boy. <laughs> I know he is. I love that guy. And I want to welcome, uh, there's somebody else on Mixler. I can't see who you are, but if you follow us on Mixler, I can see who you are. And a big shout out to you. Thanks for being with us tonight. You dialed into a good one. I want to welcome everybody on YouTube. Thanks hey, for, everybody. Thanks for being with us tonight. We have Our new, faces for radio. Yeah, we have a new YouTube follower, too, and I'll find out uh, who that is here in just a second. Do we? Have we have some shout-outs? Yes, we, we do. do. Mm-hmm. We have some Facebook likes, and um, the last name seems to be kind of familiar here. Really? Uh, so we want to say thank you to Joan Jewett. All right, my middle daughter. Oh, wow. Joan Aww. Jewett. Love you, Joan. Love thank you, Joan. Joan I know. I know. I thought about that right right as that was said. And the next one is just as exciting because this is Pat Jewett. That's my younger brother. Pat Jewett. It's my younger brother. They're all Thank you, Pat. Thanks, Pat. So we would have had Joan Jewett and Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. (laughs) (laughs) That brings in my story of the 80s lifestyle of rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have Joel Raymond Duffy. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Joel, for liking us on Facebook. Now, I know this next name quite well. He's actually a part of our uh, married couples Bible study. Yeah. Arnie Davidson. Arnie uh, Davidson. And I think he just came back from the Gulf. He did. Oh, wonderful. Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> Thank you, know. Arnie. And Thanks he was for- on the show, too. I don't know what session he was, but, but Arnie he was gave on his twice. testimony. Yeah. I think he's twice. Well, yeah. Thanks for, for liking us yes, on Facebook. Arnie, thank you. Love that brother. And his, uh, his lovely wife gave her testimony too. Laura. Yes, she did. She yep. did. Laura Davidson. Yes. And uh, you'll re- recognize the next name also, Jared Togger. Thank you for liking us yes, on Jared. Facebook. Jared, thank Jared, you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate thank you, brother. it. If you're listening, I love you, man. Miss yes, you. Sir. Haven't we love you, man. seen you in a long time and uh, hope you're doing well and the family's crazy good and, and just love you, brother. Thanks for liking us. And this last name is um, somebody that I believe you might be able to tell us more about, Fritz. It's Dane O'Connor. So thank you, Dane. Dane O'Connor. Thank you, Dane, for liking us on Facebook. And again, anyone out there that has not liked us on Facebook yet, wherever you are, if you can, wherever you are, just like us on Facebook. Please like us on Facebook because we're OCD about it. We (laughs) we get stressed out when we know have Fritz. names to say. On that. <laughs> Fritz is the OCD one. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. You were spacing out the Facebook you're, likes, yeah, Mikey. You're the one that was spreading them out, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> the well will not run dry. <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> Just have Russian collusion. You'll be okay. There you go. Plenty of likes there. There you go. Well, speaking of our friend Dane, um, they contacted me. They are from Dubai. Oh, cool. Actually awesome. sent out a message. It says, uh, anyone else in Dubai listen to God Stories Radio should visit the Gatekeepers Church in Dubai. I don't know where that is, but please visit. God wants to get a hold of his people in the UAE who are looking for a church in Dubai and want to know about Jesus. And uh, she goes on to say, uh, thank you, God Stories Radio, for all you do. God bless you, Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. And he also, I think he also said that he was praying for us. Yep. Yep. Down at the bottom, said he was praying for us and uh, we'll stay in contact and uh, said more testimonies to come from Dubai. Oh, that'd be awesome. Wait. Really? 
Well, we thank you for listening out there in United Arab Emirates. 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 So thank you so much for listening. And you know, I really appreciate that too, because you know we get in kind of seasons of drought where we we don't hear from people and and stuff's not going on, and we kind of ask the Lord, it um, is what we're doing in vain, you know, show us. And, and well, boom, we hear from a handful of people. Oh yeah, all, all in one week. All Speaking in one week. of which, we um, reached out to a couple of our prior guests just to find out how they're doing. Sometimes we like to check in on them. Um, and we heard from Kenyon Gatlin, who also gave her testimony. Okay. Um, Kenyon, and she thank said, you. you guys literally do not understand how big of a blessing God Stories Radio has been in my life. And I'm sure to millions of other people. It has held me together in so many difficult moments, just encouraging me in faith and giving me that encouragement just to hold on a little bit longer. Know that God sees the work that you guys put into that ministry and know that your work is not in vain. I believe God has many, many things for you guys with God Stories Radio. I even declare it in the name of Jesus that many lives will be saved through your ministry. Never, ever give up, ever. And when it doesn't seem like the stories are coming in, just remember that I was listening every day for almost two or three months before God laid it on my heart to share my testimony. They will come in, the, in Jesus' mighty name. And then she references Hebrews 6.10. God that bless was such you all. an answer to prayer. Really? Yeah. And nobody prompted her I, to do I, that. And to say what she said was just like the Lord right. saying, see? Uh-huh. And I declare it too, whatever she said. Yes. Amen. We're in agreement. You Thank bet. you, Kenyon, for Thank all the you, encouragement. Kenyon. That's Absolutely. awesome. And then we had uh, someone call, um, send in a uh, Gmail to us. Um, her name is, or name is uh, C. Holly, 39 years old, from Deltona, Florida. And I just wanted to drop a few lines to you at all at God Stories Radio. I have very recently have come across the podcast on Spotify. I want to say I love listening to you guys. The very first session I listened to was session 161, uh, which was single and dating. Just want to say thank you for your heartfelt talk. I do not have any social media accounts, so I cannot give you a like or shout out, laugh out loud. So what I will say now is I like, in capital <laughs> letters, you guys. And for me, a shout out from Deltona, Florida. That's awesome. Thank so, you so Deltona much. Deltona in the house. So that's, uh, I mean, that was just all in one week, within a couple of days of each other. That's awesome. Well, we have a couple of new countries listening on Spotify also. So I want to give them a shout out. Um Actually, some of these are not new countries, no. but they are. We're just recognizing the fact that these countries are listening. I'm, I'm so, from Spotify, right? From Spotify. So we want to say thank you to the United Kingdom. Those UK. of you listening out there, the UK is okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also want to thank our neighbors in Canada. Thank you for listening. Canada, oh Canada, hey. <laughs> That's right. You're from Canada, aren't you? Uh, very close. All Detroit. Right. All right. Close. I was born north in Canada, so. All right. <laughs> and then we also want to thank South Africa for tuning in. Thank you, South Africa. Thank you. And everybody else that listens to us on any venue that is out there. Yeah, don't be afraid to write us and let us know where you're listening from. Absolutely. We'd yeah, love write to. us. And uh, if you follow us on Mixler or you uh, log into YouTube, you can chat with us. Uh, I'm chatting now with JW, and he shared some prayer requests, and we're going to pray about that later, JW, um, if you don't mind me uh, saying that. We, we certainly will, and and uh, 
we're just going to pray about some other things too. So you can chat with us. And if you have questions for our guest, chime in. And if you want to go ahead and email us, you can email us at God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Don't email Mikey unless you've got three days. Come on now. <laughs> Seed time and harvest. <laughs> Seed time and harvest with Mikey. So uh, uh, No, God, we're all busy, no, so just, we just get to them as quickly as we can. Yeah. Thank you. Well, fantastic. We have got a wonderful guest tonight. Yes, Annie. we do. It's been a long time in the making getting this brother here. And uh, I know that uh, what he has to say is going to be amazing. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to Mikey for the introduction. All right. Well, the gentleman that we have here, um, I've met a few years ago. Um, in, he was in my uh, group at uh, Real Men at Real Life. Um, and then he actually took over when God uh, started to change things up a little bit. And um, But anyway... I'm figuring it's been about three years since he was initially asked, and he said, I will. And I think he said, if I remember correctly, it was October, but who knows what year that was. Seeds planted, buddy. Seeds planted. <laughs> and uh, uh, where, I, where I live, uh, I was actually came home from a uh, Thursday night podcast of, of probably about a month ago. And uh, this, our guest tonight happened to be sitting there in a Bible study. Um, and uh, one thing led to another, and then something was said, and then something else. And then he said, okay, I'll do it. So here's the date, and here's uh, our brother, Jeff Pappenheim. Amen, Michael. Thank you guys so much for having me tonight. Uh, it's just a pleasure to be able to get out and uh, finally share a testimony that um, is a long time coming. Um, like you said, Amen. it's three years ago. That Amen. We kind of planted that seed. Mm-hmm. Of, it is so good to have you, brother. Amen, yes, sir. It's good to see you, We've too. seen you through some uh, some stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, a, a tale of tragedy, woe, but uh, there's going to be the great the great finishes all great stories have. So, Amen to that. Um, we've, had, we've had a few people back on a second uh, run, so maybe you'll be one of them. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll, absolutely. Be a, I'll be a uh, repeat right. miniseries. So, uh, <laughs> I, can only, I can only break you in so much to my life Perfect. before you send me out of the room. So. <laughs> um, but um, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's exciting to be able to tell a story that, that I've lived and live today. Um, I started about, uh, let, let's just say, I'll fast forward the first 40 years of my life, <laughs> summed up in basically drug, sex, and rock and roll. That was my life um, up until 40. I, I worked restaurants, loved it, just high energy, crazy party life my whole life, and it was a great life, I thought. Um, I'm also a recovering Lutheran, so <laughs> add that to the mix of... Knowing who God was, but knowing nothing of who God was to me. Um, it, it, you know, God is somebody that we need to um, open our eyes to and see exactly who this is that created who we are. Right. Um, and this came very prevalent uh, December 28th of 2008. Uh, my 
You two by four upside the head? Uh, freight train into a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, that's a new one. We haven't heard that one. Hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. Buckle in because you got We need to get a t shirt with all the uh, the sayings. Pappenheimisms. Yeah. Pappyisms. Pappyisms. That's there right. Yeah, I try to put one out a day. So <laughs> I'll push it on my mailing list. Well, all right. <laughs> uh, anyways, 2008, uh, I ended up having a major stroke. Uh, Everything I knew of my life, everything I knew of my body, my brain, my operating system stopped. I was paralyzed. Um, and it was tough. It was tough looking. First, you're just thankful to be alive. And then you realize your life is not what it is, but laying in pieces and how to rebuild. Um, about three years into the stroke, um, I had... Uh, regain walking. Um, I really want to just uh, first and foremost thank my wife, Jody Pappenheim. I know you're not listening, but if you hear this name, Jody Pappenheim, pray for this woman that she continues this this great strength of showing me um, that even through the toughest times, you stay with somebody that you promised to take care of. We were married just a year. And uh, a year and almost to the date, I had the stroke. So she had to step up, not only to be a wife, caregiver, nurse, provide the household. Um, she did it. So I got a strong woman. That's the you know, foundation. I guess we'll label this uh, series the foundation of where we need to build. Um, I was lost. Like I say, I was recovering Lutheran. I didn't know of this love of God, this, this wonderful hope, joy of of knowing that, you know, even though life's going to suck, it is going to get better. And uh, it's, it's really unbelievable when you really see how it works. And I'm not talking through me. It's me praying for people and seeing miracles happen through these people. Um, it was amazing. I actually had a knock on the door by a Jehovah Witness of everybody. And they said, do you know God? And I said, you know what? I, I do. I just don't remember him. And they said, well, I'll show you. I said, I don't just feel comfortable with you. Um, just only because I knew the Jehovah Witness uh, cult, I call it. Um, and just didn't trust what they were going to say. Anyways, about a month and a half after that, I got a mysterious phone call from an old friend of mine, Jay Parker, who I'll introduce him later in our story. Um he called me by mistake. He actually didn't hit, hit my number. Now, I hadn't seen <laughs> Jay in over seven years. He had known I had a stroke. Um, he was one of my running partners back in the day of drinking drugs and restaurants. So me and him knew the long road of where we were and what we've done. And uh, it ended up uh, being neat because he said, well, you know, I admit, called you by mistake, but I'm heading over to this real life for a re- uh, real men just to get me out of the house. And I was like, you know what? I'll go just to get out and talk to people. I'd been in a house for about three years and going nuts. And I ended up uh, going to this real men and uh, it was exciting. It was exciting to first get out and be able to chat with guys that just had passion about something. Um, life becomes dull, especially when not only what the stroke did to me, but you become complacent, complacent in life and you can't do that. Um, as I saw these guys rejoicing, I just said, you know, there's something there. And uh, I began that journey of scratching the the, the um, mirror and seeing what, uh, not the, 
wrong word, but it's scratching the surface just to see what was underneath with, with God and Christ. Um, and that began this, this journey of uh, opening my heart up and listening to what God wanted to say through me. Um, what, what, you know, uh, uh, it's funny we talk about the boot camp. Uh, you know, we were in the boot camp. Um, it starts tonight, actually. It does start tonight. So, yeah, it sure uh, does. The boot camp is, is a great resource for men to get involved with their warrior inside of the battles we fight each day. I've been to about seven boot camps. That's how excited I got turned on to Christ. Um, for those that are out there on the fence of, you know, is God real? Who is this Jesus Christ? Taking into account um, all you have and then think, if you lost it all, where would you turn? When you're in a hopeless situation, which I was, the only hope I found was this God, this God I knew as a child, but I feared. Then all of a sudden I discovered this loving God that said, you know what? You are my child. You are wonderfully, beautifully made. I made you. I can heal you. Um, I, I'm still on a, lo a long road of recovery. Um, the stroke took a lot out of me. Uh, I lost everything. House, car, uh, I can't work. Kind of, I do help out doing handyman work as I did that before the stroke. So I was kind of familiar with it. So it is upstairs. Um, it's just executing it is a lot slower. And I, I, I'm learning a new brain. Even after 10 years, you wake up and you still don't know what you're going to be that day. Um, I wake up in a body I don't recognize. Um, so like I say, when you feel you've lost everything, think of how much more you could lose. And then think of how blessed you are. I wake up every day and thank God that I have breath in my lungs to walk out the door and do something more than just laying in bed and cry. So, Amen, Jeff. Amen. Amen. Oh, sorry, guys. Hey, you're fine. Take your time. Yes, sir. Take your time. You all can talk about yourself for a sec. <laughs> just get some breath. It's hard, you know, because like Fritz always says, when you start to tell your testimony, you kind of go back and you relive it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. all the emotions come to the surface. Yeah, it, it is. And, uh, you know, when you think about how much, I, I say loss, but, you know, really, what did I gain? I, I gained a, a loving relationship with a, with a God that has exposed himself to me and said, you know what? I, you're, you're mortal and will be broken because of what sin and this body is, is going to do to you. Yeah, I had the accelerated speed passes, the kids call it these days, to get the broken body and broken brain. And, you know, my, as I live it, it, I see mortality quickly going. And it's a tough thing to swallow. But then again, you know, where are we heading? It, it, it is, you know, I think of the song, this, my home's not here. Mm -mm. And I've discovered that. There's such a rich blessing, a rich life when you start to give to Christ instead of give to this world. When, when your heart is not selfishly saying I, but rather me giving to you. You know, uh, our world right now, it's scary, but I've never been more content and at peace in my life. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, uh, I, I still have 50% nerve damage. Um, I'm constantly in pain, uh, muscle spasms, uh, a lot of just 
what they call phantom pain because my brain where the stroke occurred uh, ended up uh, knocking out kind of the, the short circuit to where the nerves shut off. So it was on a non-position to protect it. But now 10 years later, it's like, all right, stroke's done. Let's get back to life. But it's it's kind of that burden I, I, I hold on to. Um, we all got something, you know, my storm isn't the worst. My storm isn't isn't half of what I've seen people go through. So we have to keep in mind that we're all suffering. So Yeah, I think sometimes it's hard for people to recognize that um, because they get so caught up in, in their own world and their own story yeah. that they forget to to recognize that there's a whole nother world out there mm-hmm. and there are people that are hurting and it might not look the same as what they're experiencing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that it's any of any less value. Oh yeah. I mean, you just walk, like walk through a Publix and I'm a really friendly person. I, I, I think from being indoors for 10 years, I get out and I'm crazy. Like, Hey, how you doing? I mean, I know every person that works at Publix, not because I see their name tags because I actually sit and talk to them about their family or kids. And it's just, um, I was always that way, but since the stroke, I've truly slowed myself to the point of enjoying every little blessing around me. Um, you know, I'm currently doing a remodel of a house and, Five years ago, that would be impossible. I, you know, it takes me five times as long. I hurt. I, I'm in pain, but I pray and cry out during the day. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the strength to get at least this part done. And if you think of life, life is no more than the moment in front of you. You can only enjoy what's here. Mm-hmm. An hour from now isn't guaranteed. A minute from now isn't guaranteed. So <laughs> appreciate the blessing of where you are, what you have, it may not be the greatest, but it couldn't be the greatest of what you can do with it. So. Mm-hmm. It's I had think, a mouthful there, Jim. Yeah. Sorry, Wow. It gets out. Ooh. Yeah, I hope you recorded that. Sort of well, you bet. I'm going to buy your book. There. I'm buying your book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get the first uh, copy. Uh, <laughs> that's actually um, something that I need to do. I just, I'm, I don't read and I don't, I can write and read. I just don't do it. <laughs> I need like the tape recorder or like a little fella follow me around and write down everything I say. Yeah, I didn't do it when I had to do it, like in school. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> uh, you know, and that's another point. You know, like I say, I had a stroke 10 years ago. I celebrated being 50 uh, two weeks just ago. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, August 22nd. I had just turned 50. So I spent a decade of my life doing nothing but recovery. If you think about that, Bones heal, bruises heal, cuts heal. The brain and a stroke, you gain a lot back, but it's a whole different world than what you knew. Mm -hmm. And there is not a set time. And that's something that I'm glad I know through God because he is beginning beginning and end. Time does not exist in, in God's world. God's timing is God's timing. We've got to be patient, except God's timing. You know, if it wasn't for man just making up, you know, to keep himself, uh, uh, whatever, accountable, okay. <laughs> menacing. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for that, we, I just wake up and say, you know, I get, 
how many hours I could do to glorify God doing what I do. Now, I don't do it all the time as I'm isolated from people. Mm. That's when the devil speaks in, um, as I said. Because you're alone. Alone and who whispers in the air. Mm-hmm. If you're not praising God, you're listening to somebody that you shouldn't be. And it goes hand in hand. Boy, you got to say that again, Jeff. If you're not praising God, you're, you're listening to somebody you shouldn't be. Amen, buddy. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> a couple of bumper stickers coming down the pipe. Boy, you aren't lying. So, uh, uh, like I say, it just, um, when, when you know who Christ is, he begins to truly live through who you are and how you represent Christ. I look at Christ as a warrior that fought and died for me. And if I don't accept that as a genuine sacrifice to me, I'm not getting what Christ did. Now, the great thing about the death of Christ is not the death, but actually the resurrection is why I'm here today. He gave me the hope to say, you know what, Jeff, you may be in a broken body and you may think you suck, but you are greater than you'll ever know. And we all have that in us. We all have that ability to say, I'm better than what I think I am. Because I don't know who you are in this world, but you're at one point saying you suck. And I'm in a body that really sucks. And a brain that's more scrambled than an omelet at Denny's. <laughs> or first watch, you know, outdoor. Shout out to them. I like Good. Denny's. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I do. Oh. Like I, the I, Holy I like Spirit. Burgers. Holy Spirit lives there. Yeah, <laughs> and he hey, goes over to Waffle House on the weekends. He does well. Actually, Bob Evans. Okay, Saturday morning, seven. O'clock. Saturday morning, Bob Evans. That's it, buddy. Yes, sir. I have to show up. I Bob. have to agree. Not this week. Uh, nope, no, nope, uh, Now the Holy Spirit left Bob Evans went to up, boot camp. It's up at boot camp. Up at boot camp. <laughs> yep. But uh, so um, yeah, it's um, it's exciting when you get to know who Christ is. Um, like I say, these boot camps we're talking about, it is truly. Um, if you want to know what you're made of how tough you are, learn to humble yourself. Learn to break down your pride. Learn to stop saying, I, me, my, and start saying him, his, he. <laughs> and uh-huh. there's another one, buddy. Yeah. So. It's, yeah, and if you don't, you don't want to be, uh, you want to do it voluntarily. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. It's, uh. Uh, God will stop you. I'm proof, but God will save you. You know, I, gold is not made by just digging it out of the earth and being pretty. You got to do a lot to it to make that thing look as beautiful as it is on your finger. Mm-hmm. And we're all that gold, and I mean unrefined, nasty, out of the earth. And all God's doing is heating us up, beating us out, and in the end, we're going to be shiny as a gold ring. And uh, that's the most beautiful thing. I live for. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm 50. I don't have a job. I My future is uncertain. But I cling to the cross and say, you know what? If I could just make it today, that's all I need from mm-hmm. who I need to be. You know, you're going to spend eternity as well. It is exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. what retirement plan gives me that? <laughs> that's uh, part of that codependency that he that he seeks. That he longs for, mm-hmm. just yep. to commune with him all day long. See, you know, you know, I, I suck, but with you, I'm everything. I'm everything. The apple of his eye. 
Amen to that. And, uh, you know, it's incredible. As I told you guys before walking in, um, I am decreasing. Uh, I've been in opiates. Uh, I'm going to segue into just a little story of where I'm at in recovery. I've been on high opiates for 10 years. Um, it The epidemic that you hear is real. It's not your junkie behind the garage or sitting in a dirty alley. It's your everyday guy that, unfortunately, had in the late 90s, early 2000s, were over-prescribed pain medicine. Um, I do need that to get through my days just for pain, uh, the nerve and muscle pain. But I am reducing it. Um, I have added in, uh, as I lower the opiate, um, I am adding the CBD oil and medical marijuana, which as a Christian, you have to weigh out. You know, is this, because of the stigmatism of being smoking marijuana, do I have a sober mind? And then I have to look and say, you know what? People can say what they want, but they don't see pain through my eyes mm-hmm. and they don't feel what I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, to Plus me, two, there's there's no THC in that, is Oh, no. I, yeah, so yeah. there's not really the... the uh, well, the, actually, the stigmatism I do. and the side effects, you know. Right. No, I do have THC. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do, uh, I do high level for night, low level for the day. Okay, uh, so it helps you rest and helps you uh, sleep. It actually calms the nerves down. It's a better sedative than fentanyl was to me. And I fentanyl have, was, That's what I've heard. Uh, fentanyl took me seven years to get off. Um, I'm currently trying to get off the Oxycontin and Hydrocodone. Wow. Um, yeah, I take almost 28, pres- uh, 18 prescribed, different pre- prescribed pills a day. Totaling about 40 pills in a 24-hour period. Uh, I'm, I was a lot foggier, um, a lot. It, it just was not a good way to live. So I decided to take myself off of it, which actually I'm going through the withdrawal symptoms, symptoms as, we, as we speak. Uh, it's hell. I know why people want to kill themselves. I, I hate to bring it to that level, but two days ago... My brain was pushing me there. I was strong enough to know, pray. It was 6.30 in the morning, or 5.30 in the morning. I, or, yeah, about 5.30, I'd gotten up, and I was pacing the house, and I was in pain and crying out. My mind was going a million miles. And it was bad, but I just stopped and remembered. There is always a God with me. You know, I always think of uh, in Psalms where David describes, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. He takes me to those calm waters. Mm-hmm. You ever get in rough seas, people? There's calm waters. It's stated right there in the Bible. He will lead you there. He will watch over you. He is your strength. And that is something that pulled me through that moment. Well, later on in the day, I found out that my wife had been cutting my uh, painkillers down without telling me. That's a good thing to do, but not to somebody that's addicted. Uh, because you need a warning to say, listen, you're feeling this way because right. of this drug that your body's craving. And, uh, you know, it sucks. I'll be the first to tell you. It sucks. Um, uh, once again, plug for uh, the medical marijuana. I've become a better person, a calmer person. I can now focus without a constant frustration of my pain my pain my pain never became priority but it's always 
big brother to me. It now is in a uh, a state that I'm comfortable in. So, um, but like I say, as a Christian, what what's right and what's wrong? I have to go with what's right and what I've searched out. I've done acupuncture. I've done uh, the uh, yoga stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just you know, just to figure out a body and but. Uh, just getting out these opiates um, for the world. Pray for me. It, it's tough. It, it's a, a very tough thing to go through. But even through these hard storms, there's just such beautiful examples of God's love. Of I had sent out just, you know, on Facebook a little, hey, I'm struggling. I'm an open addict. I cannot deny it. I don't want to cover up who I am. It's not intentional. It's because of what was prescribed. But I had people that I haven't heard from in 20 years reach out and just say, you know what? You were strong then, and I know you're stronger now. And I thought about that. I was nothing then. I'm everything now. Amen to that. Yes, you are. And for those of you listening in other countries, the U.S. is going through what we call an opioid epidemic right now. Uh, People are dying at alarming rates because they're addicted to these drugs. Um, I have a friend also whose son was addicted to, or I shouldn't say addicted to those drugs, but was on those drugs for a broken hip, uh, which led him to becoming addicted to other forms of drugs. Um, So it's a huge epidemic out here, and they're trying very hard to reverse a lot of the um, prescriptions um, that they've been pumping out there for so many years because they're realizing what they're doing to people now. Yeah, it it is. uh, As as a living addict going through getting off of it, like I say, you know why you go where you need to go because it it doesn't get pretty. Um, I feel so bad for my wife. You know, she's screamed out. I just want my husband back. I want me back. But when you're synthetically compromising your own body, and this is how I look at the difference between the opioid and, let's say, marijuana, synthetically pumping in drugs that the pharmaceutical company has made, yes, in the beginning, this may be what I needed, but there was an alternative to how I could have approached it. So we got to stay pretty strong with that as far as... The synthetic drug does a lot more damage. My liver, you know, 10 years of pumping whatever chemical through my body, it's taking damage. I'm getting it tested every three months just to make sure she's pumping down there. And I just, you know, it was what I needed. I still may be on it the rest of my life, but if I can lower the dose and the impact of my body, that's what I need. And I, you know. You're looking at the quality of your life long term. That's it. And, you know. Like, you know, with marijuana, people can say, oh, you're smoking marijuana. Yes, I am. I'm a happier, healthier person for doing what I'm doing. I don't, I can't say what's good for other people. I've witnessed through this, through my own eyes, because I did the research and, um, you know, I was a longtime pot smoker back in the day. But this is nothing. The oils are pure that we smoke. The oils are engineered specifically for what I feel. Mm-hmm. The euphoric high has nothing to do with marijuana. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the THC is the strains are actually conducive for what I go through. So. Yeah, I know that there's a lot of cancer patients and so forth who take them. It just you know they're 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 boxing it in right now to seven categories: terminal illness, uh, AIDS, um, cancer, lupus, things that are chronic. Like mm-hmm. I have chronic. Uh, uh, spasm, spasticity, and things like that, and chronic pain. So I qualified. It's very expensive. Um, I do have to maintain a, uh, a medical marijuana card right now that costs me about uh, two hundred fifty for the car. Uh, no, seventy five for the card. Two hundred every seventy days to renew. Wow. The script, the script, the the marijuana itself or the oil. Um, goes for about 75 bucks so it's not cheap it's not you know it's not like i'm running out Ooh, i can smoke weed legally mm-hmm. it's not that at all mm-hmm. and uh that's the stigmatism that i'm working with with uh canna md who is the who is my doctor mm-hmm. um that, that looks after how things are going but you know for me to be comfortable to be able to sit here and have a conversation with you that's the blessing, right? That I'm not actually wincing in pain, and mm-hmm. so you know. And, and that's what I was gonna. You know, I I remember sitting at uh, the table at Real Men when you were in my group, and I could just see you wince with your eyes and stuff, and the pain that you were in. And people would even ask you, and you, you said, I remember you saying that uh, if you took a scale of uh, one to ten, I was at an eight. Yeah, my whole life's been seven to eight the last ten years. Right. Uh, with Blowing the opioid, it's staying kind of, there's a different pain. It's a phantom pain, they call it, that you're craving just drug. Uh, like I say, it's a terrible, terrible thing. Kids don't do drugs. <laughs> That's my. Yeah. Um, but it is, uh, you know. It's hey, you a, live with chronic pain the way you have. You'd eat tree bark if it hey, helped, buddy, you know. I've tried You know everything. what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, there is, there's nobody judging. I'm telling you, if, if that stuff is helping you. You know, if, uh, if you've been alongside Jeff as we have, um, it's <laughs> the pain that he's been in, like he said, for the past 10 years. I mean, <laughs> you bet, man. It, 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 you know, I take suffering as as a sense of pride, I guess, that God chose me to be one of those warriors out there, not to, not to take my pain as, as a... Uh, as a deterrent in my life, but actually is, is to propel me into sitting here with you guys talking about my love for God. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if I were not where I was and not doing what I'm doing because of the pain, I would never be able to share how much I am to share because people notice when I walk, you know, I don't look right. Are you okay, sir? I'm great. Let me tell you why. So yeah. this opens up so many doors for uh-huh. me to proclaim how great of a God we serve, um, how wonderful Christ, you know, we we talk of suffering. You know, Christ suffered immensely on that cross and the beating before. It's just unimaginable. Unimaginable. Uh, yes, that word. Yes, that word. <laughs> right, right. Just look it up later. <laughs> you, you figure it out, kids. <laughs> they could stay after uh, for a, questions. That's uh, a Q and A afterwards. So uh, the the truth is, is uh, it's kind of. Uh, oh, I lost where I was. See. 
gerbil and a half a trial popped uh-huh. off. So no, you were saying that it it's opened up a door for you to witness yeah, to right. you know to others about Jesus. And, and he what does he's do done. it, trust me. Yeah. Uh, yes, he does. I, I, like I say, when you get the thirst from God and that Holy Spirit opened up, you cannot stop that flow. They always say, you know, drink from the fountain, not the fire hose, because it'll blow your head off. But, man, it tastes good. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually do real life. I also attend Calvary Baptist, so I get a great mix of real rich, hearty, that old Baptist Food. style. And great potluck, buddy. Hey, them Baptist oh. ladies can cook now. Uh-huh. I'm here to Baptist tell you. no joke when it you comes to no They'll joke. throw you a potluck just for a potluck Boy, potluck. they don't need much of an excuse. They'll throw out some tables and some cloths real fast. Real Roll out that salt and pepper cart. Oh, man. Flowers on it. You're, you're set to go five Boy, minutes. Boy, you ain't lying. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> There'll but, be some corning ware flying everywhere, yep. buddy. Yep. Souffles, stuffings. Everything. Meats. <laughs> Arms and elbows, buddy. What are we doing after the show? Are we hungry? I'm hungry. Okay. Good stuff. The, uh, but why I do, I listen to different service, you know, different preaching styles is God will open your ears always to something. God will always reveal something through people. Um, I, you know, I look at how my walk with Christ is, um, and religion wise, I really don't claim myself religious. I'm a Christian. I, I don't follow religion because man has put his handprint on it. Mm-hmm. The Bible is as pure as I can get to what God wants of me. Now, yes, I listen to people preach. You know, I love like Charles Stanley. That mm-hmm. man has a love, and that man can say, "Now listen." <laughs> now, when he says, "Now listen," you stop whatever yeah. you're doing because right. he's about to bust you something that you need to write down and put in your heart. This mm-hmm. is true. Um, but you know, like Billy Graham, um, yeah. I always thought he was a crazy guy until I realized who Jesus Christ was. I was like, man, that guy's just like screaming about the Bible and Christ, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like my whole life, you know, as a recovering Lutheran, that's your stigmatism is that until you realize and open your ears and listen to what Billy Graham said, he gave nothing but hope. He gave nothing but Christ, a love of Christ mm-hmm. to say, you know what? Our world sucks. But I'm here to tell you there's a greater life. And to hear people back then praise it, you know, like I say, 2,000 years ago, there were 12 disciples sitting around Jesus listening to him saying, guys, love one another. Be better than who you think you are. I created what, you know, my father created you to be greater. Let's go out and do that. And look, 2,000 years later, we got millions of people still talking about this guy that Mm -hmm. said, just love. When you begin with love, everything else is going to fall short. So, And I think, you know, I'm actually very grateful for your testimony tonight and um, for Luis Ruiz, who was here a couple of weeks ago, because a lot of times we want to put God in a box that's comfortable and makes us feel good and so forth. And we have to realize that he doesn't always look the same like we expect him to look, Mm-mm. you no, know, and he's not going to conform to what we want. Nope. You know that pretty little picture with the bow show on up top. The same either. Always unconventional in our eyes. Right. Usually. One thing you know that I have learned, um, and my husband's actually really helped me with, is um, you know not to to not judge you know people from first appearances or from the outside, and you know through their circumstances because you just don't know what people are going through. Mm -hmm. You don't understand until you've been through their shoes, their experiences, and you don't know what 
their relationship is like with the Lord. Just because something is not right for you doesn't mean it's not right for them. So I just would encourage you all to think about that, you know, and that understand that God is not put in a box and he works differently with different people. Amen. I agree totally. You know, um, I, we always talk spiritual gifts, you know, what was what a spiritual gift and, you know, I got the gift of gab. That the stroke did not take it. Um, I did lose some speech, and probably you'll notice there's words I get stuck on, and I've learned to live with that. Um, I I I forgot what I was to say now. You were talking about you, your stroke didn't t- take oh, your right. gift of gab away. Right, right, or didn't take my train of thought as that just exited in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but because of the gift of gab, that, that could be fifty. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, that that tra- that cart went over the hill. Yeah, hey, getting old's not for sissies, Joe. No, yeah. buddy. I, I took it on headstrong at forty. I blew out like a ninety-year-old man, man. Yeah, man. I turned forty. My warranty ran out. Mine did too. That my trans belt blew. <laughs> that trans belt. For trans one thing, belt. one That's thing. I, one thing I know: this guy can't Falanges. do, and he can pray. Amen. He can uh, pray, and he's got an amazing voice, doesn't he? Yeah. He it's really like, does. He's, it's all radio voice. I have radio yeah. voice, man. I, need to I get look you great on radio. So do we. That's <laughs> <laughs> my best looking picture. Why do you see our, our, our faces for radio on TV 45? Oh, yeah, good, really. good. I want the t-shirt, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we you're getting get the my, t-shirt. We got to get sure. a bunch of t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Give them to yeah. the kids. Riding the wave, you facing know. for radio. <laughs> I took the 96 ouncer down tonight, so I'm good. That's right. <laughs> Throwing some hats if I get, I get a dessert down them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10 years of being in the house, a lot of quotes from television. Um, and that's one thing is like I, I refrained from a lot of TV. Is It, it did pollute the mind for years. Um, lately, I, I've pulled back out of it just realizing that God didn't create chaos to be amplified. Chaos is to be handled. But the truth is, is calmness prevails through chaos. And God shows that specifically with the boat going through the galley and the storm raging. We're all freaking out. That's all of us in that boat. God looks at us and says, I'm out here. I'm in this storm. I am the storm, but I have safe harbor. Are you going to reach that hand out and grab and say, I trust you, Lord? I put my faith that whatever is going on, you have the right means, the right way, the right timing, and the perfect ending. So we need to reach that handout, that ship that we're all in, mm-hmm. and realize this storm is nothing. When you got the man who made it, or woman, uh, you know, God is to me just God. <laughs> I don't label because not PC and no, I'm joking. no. <laughs> Uh, it's just incredible when you do take that hand. Like I say, yesterday morning was a dark morning. I knew what hand to grab. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Take heart, for I have overcome the world. That's it. I am not the world. That's right. And uh, when you learn that, I am not the world, that's a weird thing to say. You know, we live in the world. But when you discovered that you're a Christian and you're for Christ, the world isn't what you're going to think the world is. The world becomes a much beautiful, better place. The quiet breezes through the, the trees mean a lot more than just a breeze. Water, you know, sun glistening off the water. Um, it's not the same when you think of who created it, who created the colors, how these colors became, you know, our universe. 
it just becomes overwhelming. What a great God we serve that he would love pathetic people like myself, but he does. And people that are just too busy to stop and notice those things, you know, that uh, life is so busy. Yeah, well. And we're so busy and we're not just too busy to stop and notice the breeze through the trees and mm-hmm. the sun glistening off the pond. We got to stop and notice the people birds. too. And yeah. They, you know, they're beautiful. They are. You know, I, um, I'm one of the guys, I always say I collect uh, unlucky pennies or tarnished pennies. My whole life, I've always been the guy to kind of reach out to that, the underdog guy. Um, I grew up uh, bullied pretty much through high school and uh, that that hurt me a lot through growing, maturing. Luckily, I ended up dating a head cheerleader and, you know, whatever bullying I could snub their nose in. <laughs> uh, but uh, that we define ourselves by how people see us or how we are perceived by people. And we got to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. When we become defined in Christ, let Christ show through you. Let that love show through you. Um, you know, I just, I see it in people's eyes. I was at the dollar store. Now it's a dollar store. Everything's a buck. And there was a lady, she had a big old basket of stuff and she was counting it. Like, you know, how many dollars did she have? So, and she was ringing her stuff up and she had, I, I don't know, a kid or something because it was like candy. So I was like, she couldn't pay for it. She didn't have enough money. I'm just like, put that on mine. And she looked over at me. She goes, no, sir, I don't need that. And I said, no, ma'am. And I said, you need, you know, whatever in your buggy, it's a dollar. It's a bunch of dollars. It's fine. And she stopped me afterwards and she goes, why would you do that? I said, because there's not enough kindness in this world. And I said, and, you know, my heart just tells me you should help this woman. Um, she just broke down. I was like, why, why would you be so nice? And I thought about it. I'm like, why wouldn't you? What What's is a shame? Cause? We live in a society that's like, what's the catch? And that was, you know, that's what. It, and there wasn't, not that she wasn't grateful and thankful, thankful, but it's just amazing when just that small. It cost me seven dollars to make her smile and go, "Oh my right. God, this man's like, you know, Jesus. He's bringing back <laughs> hope." <laughs> I'm like, no. But if we all try to do that just a little bit more, um, mm-hmm. I, I take it personal because I see, uh, you know, when people see me. Um, there is a different look. Um, I spent t- a lot of time in a wheelchair and the discrimination of disabled, it sucks. It's, it sucks to look at yourself di- differently than what you knew. And that, I think that's kind of where I'm at is, you know, mm-hmm. I've learned to love me, but I hate being in this body. I can't wait. You know, I'm turning this baby back into God and be like, listen, I blew it out down there. I, you can't knock the dents out and reuse it because... Everything I could have done to it, it has been done, Doc. I mean, God. So um, I'm looking forward to a new body. Um, I had that hope every day. Um, you know, there are glimmers. Like I say, I'm lowering the opiate. And my true self of uh, personality-wise is starting to come through. And that's awesome. And that's only God. That's allowing God to continually work, heal, and do what he's going to do in me. so And through you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know where uh, my life's going to be. Tomorrow. Well, I do know I got to finish up the house. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, um, I'm like, you know, my my only resume is me. 
Uh, I can't give the resume I had before the stroke because that wasn't me. I've had to redo a whole new resume. But the greatest thing I put on it, you know, last job, God, <laughs> birth. Um, so where God takes me from here, I don't know. Um, I find it exciting and scary, you know, me and my wife are, she's in her, a little older than 21 and I'm 50. So, <laughs> uh, huh. Uh, and you know, she had to put herself in the restaurant. She was working restaurants, but she stayed in it for 10 years because it's quick money. And that's what we need is, you know, we got to survive. You get a stroke, they don't give you nothing or no manual on how to live. And it's hard as hell. Uh, you're what we take for granted even to this day i still have to look down when i walk because i have little to no true feeling besides pain in my foot so it's a not an automatic thing of walking and when you learn how your body works it's incredible how god designed it even to be able to talk to you on this level after a major stroke is incredible and that's god's genius design in us is you know he made us wonderful he can repair it um, I may not be the creature I was, but I'm a creature that God's proud of. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. You got that right. And that, something I want to bring back up, too, is what you said when you paid for that uh, lady stuff. And you said, you know, what is this like? Is this guy like Jesus bringing hope? And well, as a matter of fact, you are like Jesus <laughs> uh-huh. bringing hope. Amen. And that that's it. And that's sometimes that's the all, all the Jesus they'll ever see. That's right. Absolutely. That, yeah. You know, Christianity, Christ-like. Our, our, that's us, Christ-like. Uh, model yourself after that. It's not being a guy on the corner, you know, with your Bible out. That's right. It is a random act of kindness. Just be a better person. You know, our, our world, because of technology, and no offense to everybody letting out there on technology, because that makes our world great, but it's also dumbed down our society and make it, made us callous to interaction with other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, the example like that, you know, how are you? And kind of, you know, not even say I'm paying for it, just pay for it and let her walk out. And um, that little random act, um, it becomes infectious. It made you know, it made her day absolutely. And and who knows how many people she I told love doing from stuff that. like that. It is, and uh, you know, God works, and that's how God wants to work, mysterious ways. We don't have to be the big grandstand. We can be a $2 cup of coffee for a guy at Chick-fil-A. So that's the thing about ministering and, you know, is that people always think, oh, in order to evangelize or or to do anything great with their life, they've got to, like, leave everything behind and pack up and go to Africa or what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can minister in your own community. You can minister in your own family. Um, you know, it's about like Jeff Jeff was saying about being Christ-like and showing Christ. Um, it's an action. It's about loving like Jesus loved, and His commandment to us was to love others. And, you know, that means noticing what people's needs are, Mm -hmm. stepping in, bridging the gap, helping, praying for people, you know, being that gap in the distance that helps bridge, you know, Um, it's an action, it's active, it's caring. I always say faith is fluid. 
Faith is not, faith is kind of you go to church just as like a warm up for your week. It's to re, re, uh, remind you of who you're serving and what a great guy we serve. The message is always going to be different, but the the fact is always the same. We serve a great God. There is going to be trial, tribulation, but there's going to be triumph. In order to figure out triumph, we've got to take ourselves out of that box once again and thinking because we attend church, we're Christian. Actually, the the Christianity begins once you walk out those doors mm-hmm. because every life outside of those doors is not Christian. Well, they are, but they don't wear a sign saying I'm in church. When you're in church, we're all Christian people. But how many times you get on the road and cut somebody out, cut somebody out just when you leave church? Um, the stroke taught me a lot. It's a slow world. My world is very slow, but I enjoy it. I even drive slow. I always did, but now I, get, I just... Like we're saying earlier, you got to take time to enjoy what you have around you. And if you're complaining, you know, the grass is green on the other side, look down and start watering that grass underneath you because eventually you will have a garden that you will not believe. God will provide what is needed in your life. One of my favorite uh, Bible verses I always turn to is Matthew um, 626, I believe, about the sparrows in the sky. If I'm wrong, sorry, guys. Uh, but it's about uh, the sparrows in the sky and, and God taking care of the birds. Just think about that. God created the birds, every kind of bird, every kind of animal, me, you. But yet, the birds aren't up in the trees taking a little pause saying, oh, God, what am I going to eat, where am I going to sleep? They're there every morning eating, sleeping, eating, sleeping. They're not worried. We got to be like that bird, knowing God will take care of us. I, I'm living proof. I'm... T- 10 years out of losing everything. I have a house over my, a roof over my head, food in my belly, clothes on my back. I'm able to do little things here and there. Is life what I wanted? No, but it's, it is a life that God wants of it. And I get more joy from that than I would ever from pursuing what I, um, the materialistic world. Um, you know, I, I, I fall short every day. I, I think, you know, oh, I should have a career. I need to get into a career because I'm 50. How am I going to support myself when I'm 80? Once again, I'm taking my eye off the game. The game's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't, you have to plan, but don't obsess. As, you know, that I quote some of the songs, you know, as your life falls in pieces, it's really falling into place. And we have to remember that. Mm-hmm. When I see a broken body, I'm talking to, what do we got on the line now, Fritz? 20 people? <laughs> I'm joking, buddy. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> oh, to three people. Yeah, 90, we don't know. <laughs> uh, 90, 92 countries that we know of. Yeah. Right. But, um, you know, there's such a hope in Christ. Um, but you got to have, uh, earlier, as I said, foundation is truly key to building that that relationship and we got a great foundation in christ so um i just i look forward to the next the next chapter they say you know i'm 10 years into a a chap into a book of recovery reliance triumph and now where it's gonna go um you know thank you all righty and jeff just to uh, you maybe know this but I, i i uh pray for you every day. Thank you. You as well. I lift you up to the Father every day, your name. Um, and I just ask the uh, 
GSR family out there that uh, if you too would join me and the GSR Fritz and Tina here for uh, for praying for Jeff um, for whatever God has in store, healing maybe, um, whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, God's will. That's whatever. Always. That's what it, right. You better. And then Fritz, you had something that you wanted to also uh, bring up? Yeah, I had a good friend today uh, whose uh, uh, youngest son committed suicide. Yeah. And, uh, just like the, for the GSR family to lift them up. I just, uh, I don't have the words. I, I couldn't even imagine um, mm-hmm. what they're going through and uh, what that feels like. And I hope that I never have to imagine what that feels like. But yeah. if we could just lift them up, that That'd be great. Amen. Amen to that. So that was session 174. Amen. Session 174 with Jeff Pappenheim. Amen. Signing off. And some of his papyisms. 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 Yeah. Get the book. Be coming out on a, uh, coming to a a theater near you. That's right. You Uh you kids look out for it. It'll be great. That's it, buddy. Well, so good to have you. It was great to be here, guys. Like I say, it wasn't wasn't that bad now, was it? No, no. Like I say, I can't wait for, uh, or I'll do this weekly. <laughs> you don't have to start. You don't have to fill up gas. I'll That'd just, be great. I'll just be in the corner. That'd be awesome. My pappyisms as we he, love as it, zingers. We love it, brother. Now it's just uh, you know life's a great journey, and the people you surround yourself should embrace, encourage, and uplift you. As Mike said, he prays for me. Prayer is essential to Amen. your relationship with Christ. That's just you talking to Christ. Do it when you're driving. I do. People think I'm crazy or singing. Whatever. I am. But I am talking to God about, you know, God, let's start this day right. Let's make this go right. Put it in his hands and leave it in his hands. Mm-hmm. Don't take it back. No, do not take it back. We do it too much. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just Amen appreciate the opportunity. And we appreciate you being here. That's right. Took you three years, but. Hey, buddy. Yeah, there, right. you, there you go. <laughs> Listen, if you got a story, um, drop us a line. Godstoriesradio at gmail.com. And then uh, what else can they do? They can tweet us. They can tweet us on Twitter and like us on Facebook so Mikey can say your name (laughs) and we won't obsess. Actually, it's me that obsesses. I just blame it on him. But that's okay. Well, that about wraps it up for session 174. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God God bless. bless. Seems like all I could see was the struggle.
Redeem.